Welcome to Perspectives, a podcast by the Public Health Review at the University of Minnesota. Today, our episode about public health leadership features a proven leader with over 10 years of supervisory and management experience. He began his career at Ramsey County as a progressive intern with the county manager's office in the fall of 2015. In that role, Key worked to connect and engage with community stakeholders, attending neighborhood meetings and adding to his network of community leaders. Key continued his community engagement work when he came to public health in 2017. He leveraged his relationships with community to help lead the community engagement portion of the department's community health assessment. He possesses great skills at connecting, listening, and building relationships with individuals from diverse backgrounds. Please welcome the Divisional Manager for Healthy Communities at St. Paul Ramsey County Public Health, Ki Vang. As a young Hmong boy, I often attended gatherings with my father. What I observed was always the same. The women were always in the kitchen, prepping and cooking, The kids were everywhere, running up and down, playing outside, weather permitting, or in the small corner of a room. The main attraction was always the men. They sat down in a circle formation. They were often in deep conversation. They were the decision makers. Seeing this same scene every gathering, identifying who were the ones making the important decisions, developed my narrow lens of what and who a leader should look like. In this patriarchal society, I too would be groomed to become a leader. I was to be taught Hmong language, culture, and traditions by my father. But my story changed when my father passed away when I was 10 years old. No longer did I have the father who could teach me and show me the way. No longer would I have the opportunity to learn about my culture or traditions. History and stories like these were not taught at school. They were passed on from father to son. And if it wasn't bad enough, I could barely speak Hmong. As a teenager, I was able to understand if someone spoke to me, but speaking became harder and harder. How could I ever sit with the other Hmong men when I couldn't speak the language? This made me feel sad. It made me feel angry. It made me feel less than. This childhood experience taught me I was never to become a leader. Instead, I followed and followed and didn't question authority. When I got into the workplace, it only continued to reinforce what I saw as leaders, men. The only difference now was that none of them looked like me. At leadership tables, men, particularly white men, were the ones making decisions. There was very little diversity in both race and gender. So my lens of leadership continued to be narrowed. So how did my story change? I attributed to luck and chance. A mentor told me to apply for a leadership role where I was working at the time. When this was brought to me, I had no desire. My experience never showed me I could be a leader. But my mentor kept pushing. She kept on believing in me. We worked hard on my resume. We Googled big, mighty words, action verbs, and adjectives to make my resume stand out. I shared my story verbally. My mentor put the picture together. By the time we we finished, I was impressed with the resume. The resume didn't sound like me, but it was everything I knew I could do and had achieved. This was probably the first time I was able to reflect on the skills I could bring as a leader. 
Getting my first leadership role began my journey, but it was not easy. I was often the only Hmong person sitting at these tables. I doubted myself and didn't always feel confident. I was a quiet leader, often listening first, trying to understand before providing feedback or asking questions. My peers were the opposite. They often were the ones to say something or even talk over each other. This is what I assume a good leader should be like, but it just wasn't my style. I had to learn to accept this and teach myself that we all bring different perspectives to the team. Now, after many years in various leadership roles, I still challenge myself to learn and become better. Additionally, I truly believe that we all have the capability to become leaders if we choose to be. What I want to share are some of my lessons and leadership philosophies, which serves as my foundation as a leader in public health. One, I believe leadership is a journey, not a destination. When I achieved my first leadership role, it didn't make me a leader. I needed to continue growing, working on skills to inspire and motivate others. Every day I worked on being a better version of myself. My title meant nothing to me unless I was able to support my staff to achieve their success. Two, I believe in caring for others and their success. This came more naturally to me because I wanted to see people thrive. I would praise them for their achievements and show them the responsibility for mistakes and failures. My success was the staff, not program goals or outcomes. Those were just the end results. Because of this, I was viewed as a leader even when I didn't have any specific titles. Three, I believe building relationships is the foundation to success. As a leader, one of the first things I would do is to get to know my staff. I needed to understand them. Establishing the relationship will allow trust, respect, and open communication to, vet, to develop. There's a saying I always think about. People do not care what you know until they know that you care. When relationships are strong, leaders will have empathy for others and create environments where staff are more engaged and productive. Four, I believe listening is a critical skill for any leaders. How many times have you approached someone with a problem? The first thing they do is tell you what you need to do. I was at fault for this so many times. I thought I was doing the right thing, but what I needed to do was listen and allow the staff to share. I learned to listen to others, allow them to become better critical thinkers, and come up with their own solution. Being a good listener also allows for staff to share new and creative ideas. Five, I believe leaders need to have humility. Don't become a leader who thinks or tries to know everything. Be humble, be vulnerable. People can tell when you are faking it and not authentic. A great leader would know when to delegate and utilize the strengths and skills of others. Don't fake it. It's better to say you don't know or let me find out and get back to you than try to make something up. Six, I believe every leader has a clear vision of what they want to accomplish. When you can paint a picture of what you're trying to achieve, you allow employees to have a purpose. Staff will feel more motivated and all will understand how their work supports the goals. The results will lead the team contributing to the organization's vision, mission, and goals. Every leader has their own philosophy that helps them make decisions. I'm honored to have this opportunity to share my leadership philosophy and experience. I hope this conversation has allowed you to think about leadership in a different lens. Thank you. A big thank you to Key Vang for sharing his story and giving his advice on being an effective leader. 
Do you have work that you want to publish? Submit it to the Public Health Review. We accept submissions on a rolling basis and accept research articles, op-eds, issue briefs, and more. We work with first-time authors and are here to help you through the submission process. Check out our website for more information and instructions for how to submit. Thank you for listening to Perspectives. Send us your thoughts on Twitter at PubHealthReview and keep your ears out for new episodes coming soon. Music